Welcome to Rise from the Ashes. Our podcast looks at various issues for families. We'll be talking with attorneys about personal and legal concerns having to do with divorce, custody, and parenting time. There are also a few topics about letting go, moving on, and new beginnings. Please keep in mind this podcast is only to inform and help to understand legal and personal issues as they relate to family law. It should not be considered as a replacement for a qualified family law attorney. When in doubt, please contact a professional. Rise from the ashes, focusing on matters of the family, because family matters. Hi, and welcome to our podcast, Rise from the Ashes. I'm David Braddock, and I'll be the host for the podcast. And we are talking once again today with Susan Mundahl, the senior attorney at Mundahl Law. How are you, Susan? I'm great, David. I'm kind of surprised by this topic that you've set out for us here today. Why are we talking about an unfit parent? Well, we're not actually talking about unfit parent. We're talking about allegations that one party is unfit. And since I hear it so much from folks that I wanted to address what is an unfit parent and the statutory presumption that parents are fit. There's a lot to unpack in what you just said, Susan. Where do you suggest we start? Well, let's start with the statutory definition regarding what's in the best interest of the children when there's custody involved. So what would that be? The statute we're dealing with is Minnesota Statute 518.17, and that's the one we use in establishing where children should live and what the parenting time and what custody should look like. And this is 518.17, subdivision 1, number 5. If anyone wants to look it up, because we all have Google available to us now. But that says if there is any physical, mental, or chemical health issue of a parent that affects the child's safety or developmental needs. This primarily has something to do with parents who might even threaten to notify some authority that their spouse or ex-spouse is an unfit parent, doesn't it? That's right. And that is exactly what I hear all the time is someone will come in and they will say, my spouse is saying that I'm unfit and that they're going to bring it out in a custody evaluation and then I'll never see my kids again. And I'm just going to tell you right now, that's ridiculous. Why is that ridiculous? It's because there's a statutory presumption of fitness with the parents. There is also a statutory presumption that each parent is going to receive at least 25% parenting time. So there are very few cases in which a parent doesn't receive some parenting time, even if it has to be supervised. And in those cases, they're very extreme situations. That's what I want to talk about next is what are those situations? Before we get to that, I'd like to kind of go backwards just a little bit because you mentioned a couple of times, you use the term statutory presumption. Please take no offense, Susan, but that does sound an awful lot to me like lawyers speak. What exactly is a statutory presumption that you're saying both parents already have? When I say a statutory presumption, it means that when a judge is looking at the case in front of them, they are going to have a presumption that that parent is fit and that that parent is going to receive a certain amount of parenting time. And what it does is it shifts the burden to the other party to show why they are unfit. 
that's actually a really good place for each parent to start out, it sounds like. Yes. Because then you don't have to prove anything. It's already assumed by the court. Okay, well, let's get down to the, some of the nitty-gritty of this statute. What exactly are they referring to or what might they be suggesting is actually unfitness? Okay, I've seen it across the board. I mean, I've seen some people who call their spouse unfit if the spouse is seeing someone else, if they're having extramarital affairs, if they're drinking, if they're doing pot and those kind of things. Other substances. Other substances, illegal substances. Okay. I will say unfitness for us lawyers and for the courts, you would have to do a showing that that person, either their mental health or their substance use is affecting their ability to adequately parent their children. That's what you need to look at. And I will also tell you that what I mentioned first, extramarital affairs, that has absolutely nothing to do with a divorce. And likewise, even if the parent now has a relationship with someone of the same sex, because I've heard that too, that there are concerns that they might be considered unfit. And I want you to know that same-sex couples can marry in Minnesota. Therefore, it has nothing to do with their fitness to parent their children. Well, it sounds like a spouse or ex-spouse may be trying to use the activities of the ex against them so that they can perhaps gain more parenting time themselves or make the other one look to be unfit. Well, that's right. Generally, people raise that you're unfit when they're trying to exercise control over their spouse. My main point, David, today is you are not unfit simply because if you have special mental health issues, or if you have physical issues, or if you have chemical health issues in and of themselves, it is only when those issues interfere with that person's ability to adequately parent their children. Let's say you have someone that has a mental illness. The fact that they have a mental illness, if they're receiving help for that, seeing a psychiatrist, staying on medication so that it doesn't affect their parenting time, then they are going to be fit. That's really the point I'm trying to make is that, no, don't accept what they tell you and don't use it to demean yourself because everyone has something in their life. No one is perfect. And that's really the point I'm trying to make. Are there any examples that you can give us to maybe highlight what that can mean more specifically? Sure. I did have a case a number of years back now where I represented a mother who actually was in treatment for her meth addiction. It was a post-dissolution matter and her husband, you know, ex-husband, had remarried a woman who was beating their five-year-old son. What happened is, is that the court found that my meth addict client, because she was receiving treatment, was actually the better parent to take care of that child because father just felt that there was no issue with his wife and they weren't acknowledging their anger issues that was affecting the child's personal safety. That's what you have to ask yourself in each of these cases. Does my behavior affect my ability to parent my children? And if it does, then get help. And if it doesn't, just let it slide off and understand that you're going to carry a presumption of fitness going into your divorce or custody matter. It sounds like you're saying that if a spouse or an ex-spouse 
makes an accusation of your being unfit, you could maybe use that as a cue to look at what you think your activities with your child or your ability to parent are being affected by what activities you may be doing. Yes. When we're doing that, we are talking about someone who has chemical use issues or alcohol issues or mental illness. I do want to separate out those situations where someone is now involved in now having a same-sex relationship following their marriage, or say they're going to be transgender, and those issues related to those alternate lifestyles. Those alternate lifestyles today are considered normal, and they should never be the subject of a party being declared unfit. So that's absolutely different than overdoing alcohol or drug use or things of that nature. That's correct. And then the third one, again, is mental health issues. I had a client who was schizophrenic, but her schizophrenia did not affect her ability to parent her son. She was always safe. She was on her medications. So it is very important to note, again, if you are the person being accused of being unfit, Use this as an opportunity to examine yourself, seek out a professional to assist you on how to become a better parent, and then use that as a wake-up call. But in some cases, it's just simply not fair and see it for what it is, just someone really trying to control your behavior and to get a favorable outcome for themselves. Because there is that presumption of fitness that they will address once they're in the courtroom, if that gets raised as such. That's correct. Or in mediation, where most of these are settled. Oh, that's right. Mediation, of course. Well, is there anything else you'd like to say about some of these accusations of unfitness, Susan? The main thing I want to reiterate again is that the controlling statute Minnesota Statute 518.17 talks specifically about whether you have a physical, mental, or chemical health issue that affects the child's safety or developmental needs, and that if you are seeking treatment, that is wonderful, and that will never be used against you in your divorce or custody and parenting time action by the courts. Well, thank you very much for putting some real clarity on what could be a difficult issue for certain people. Absolutely. You are listening to Rise from the Ashes, the podcast channel that takes a careful look at all things having to do with legal procedure within the family law process. Rise from the Ashes is sponsored by Mundal Law who specializes in assisting families and individuals through the legal process with respect, dignity, and caring. Mundal Law is dedicated to helping people to solve their legal problems. You can visit the Mundal Law website at mundallaw.com or call to schedule a consultation with one of their qualified family law attorneys. Rise from the ashes, focusing on matters of the family, because family matters.